Hello everyone, welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This week with added kittens and puppies and nice things. You know, just in case we say something wrong or type something wrong or do something we shouldn't do. Daniel Kruper's here this week. Hello. Chris Tilly's here this week. Oh yeah. Alex Simmons is here this week. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and I'm Stuart Reid, and it's really good to have your company for yet another, God, yet another IGN UK podcast. Our 287th. Something like that, 309th, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Says, says at the top of the piece of paper, Stu. Can't read. Yeah, but that, that, that's official canon. That doesn't that's include that's, the extras. That's, that's, yeah. Oh, no, we're like, we have thousands. Six thousand, yeah. Shit, shit, the anniversary's coming. Quite a week in the office then, nothing really happening. Nah. Nah. I'm thinking about going away from a Christmas holes right now because <laughs> all the games come out, no, no consoles are coming out. Nothing. Take it easy. Oh, 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 no, no. See, that's where you're wrong. I think there's probably a firmware update for the Wii U on the way. I cannot <laughs> always, wait. Always a cheap gag, that. <laughs> well, there's a firmware update for both the Xbox One and PS4 on the first day you get them. Yeah. So, you know, you know. start as you mean to go on. <laughs> what, are we allowed to say anything about these things now? Or yeah, are we still we on everything, pain of death? We? Is that all right? Well, we, we should explain that a little bit, do you not think? <laughs> yeah. And I know we're going to talk about it more in depth <laughs> later in the podcast, but there have been accusations that perhaps we are <laughs> to biased towards uh, that there biased PlayStation one. 4. And I think that's not the case. It's just that last week we were absolutely in, in umbungoed up to the eyeballs uh, on Xbox One. So we weren't allowed to talk about it, which is why it's felt so PlayStation 4, yeah. well, it felt like a loving. Yeah, and now we can talk about Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, and, it, and what a massive pile of no! It's we actually quite like it, don't we? Now we've seen it. Also, well, I would say because we work in this industry every single day, and you see a lot of kind of people getting very angry about these things or the rivalry, or getting really into it. I think we're just quite flippant about it sometimes. Yeah, and we're not biased. Of course, we're not biased. And also, the podcast just it merrily takes the piss out of everything. Yeah, yeah. we are equal opportunities piss takers here. Do people not want us to take the piss anymore? Yeah. It'd be about two minutes long, wouldn't it, I, if we did I, I, that? I think, See you next week, everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I think part of the problem is if you laid down your 400-odd quid on a console and a bunch of jerks like us were like, <laughs> I'd be a bit upset. <laughs> You're always like that. that can, we, can we have that for this week's <laughs> headline? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you write it, but, but, but it would be good. The honest truth is, and I know we're going to talk about this later, I'm going to buy both. When I've just got some money. Yet. I just yeah. don't have any money right <laughs> now. <so. laughs> when I have money, I'll buy both. Yes. You've bought one, haven't you? Yes, I've pre-ordered one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say which one, though, now. This is weird. Yep. Yeah, I feel like... I, yeah. It's like a Levinson inquiry. It's full of... We are... We're going to give... Xbox One, a lot of loving later in the podcast, yeah. right? So let's say... Quite good fingering. All of our... our well, but yeah. before we get to that, which one's best, Alex? <laughs> which one's won? <laughs> so let's move on swiftly to this week's news. And Chris, you are up first, you dirty little... News? Snake. Yes. Uh, oh. This just in, actually, because I watched the press conference a little bit before we record. We're recording now. Um, Monty <laughs> Python... <laughs> Sorry. I'm not, I'm not well. Um, Monty Python have reformed. It was rumoured early in the week and they um, all got together today to talk about what they've got planned, which is a one-off show at the O2 on July the 1st, when they'll be doing um, sort of greatest hits of all their best sketches, yeah. some new sketches, oh. some stuff they've never performed before. Because like as Eric Idle was saying, I think um, the last time they performed live was 1980 at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. Wow. And they made life the Hollywood Bowl? 
Yeah. Surely, like, venues of that kind of size and scale don't do that kind of thing justice. Well, that's quite a good... It's made quite a great movie. Monty Python Live at the Hollywood Bowl is, like, quite a famous live... It's quite... A, it's, a, it's like an amphitheatre. I've never of. seen any films or television, so... Oh, yeah. true. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> yeah. I only play games. But, but, but not using a television. With, with your new Xbox One, you'll be able to watch all the telly. I will. Bonus then, points to Microsoft. <laughs> See? Payment hub. That's right. Uh, so they said, yeah. That sounds like we're taking the piss. <laughs> <laughs> they'll probably do the parrot sketch. Not, it's not that funny, is it? That one? It, is it not, that funny? No, it's not. not. No. Fort Candles is much funnier. Yeah. <laughs> here's, <laughs> they're probably not going to do that. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so it's, it's going to be, where is it? The O2? Yeah. Right, okay. And it's what? Which is bigger than the Hollywood 90, Bowl. 95 quid is a it? ticket, apparently. Um, yeah, it's it, the ticket price is uh, no. They're, they're starting at twenty-seven quid. Twenty-seven. All oh, oh, right. Yeah, most expensive nine quite five quid. They said they wanted to keep it under a hundred, oh, or or as they bad. put it, the quarter of a price of a Rolling Stones ticket. Right. Wow. Is that what they actually said? Yeah. And here's the brilliant thing: because if you've ever seen, if you've seen live at the Hollywood Bowl, or if you've listened listened to the album Monty Python Live at Jury Lane, you know that what the audience does is every time there's a punchline, they scream it out before the Python troupe actually gets to the punchline. Yeah. So you'll actually be paying to go and sit really, really quite far away from five 70-something-year-old blokes to hear sketches that were written in the 1960s with the punchlines ruined by a bunch of wankers. But it's it might... going to be recorded anyway and will probably be available on Blu-ray and DVD in time next, next Christmas. Christmas. Oh, yeah, right, they said yeah. they're, they're going to flog it at a later date. Um, but that might be a positive because at their age they might forget some of the lines. <laughs> yeah. um, and John Cleese did actually say that he genuinely won't be doing the Ministry of City Walks because he's got an artificial knee and hip. So he actually can't do it. It. But you think you'd be able They're to do that easily? They're not selling easier. it, are they? <laughs> really? <laughs> are they just going to come I'll, out and just not do I'll it? I'll be honest, they weren't really trying that hard. They were right. just up there like, yeah. So it's basically... But they're in it for the... They keep they're saying they're in it for the, the cash. Yeah. Right, okay. Well, look, there's, there's being honesty there. Well, yeah. like John Cleese's last tour was like, I'm getting a divorce, so I need the money to yeah. or something like that. <laughs> And they kind, they kind of kept alluding to the fact they don't like each other that much. Really? Yeah, Who are the ones that really don't like each we, other? We don't really like each other that much, but they were saying when we get together, we laugh a lot, like more than we ever have. Because they're, they're always the like... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can feel the friction, but somehow it works. We don't speak in the office, <laughs> but with headphones on. But so who, I was going to say, who are the ones that... Because Terry Jones and... Well, they... Idol used to write together? Like they used to write in Paris, and the yeah. Jones and Palin, maybe. Yes, that's right. Chapman and Cleese. Cleese and Chapman, yeah. yeah. So there was some falling out over spam a lot, I seem to remember, over the money. Over yeah, but that wasn't the core Pythons, was it? I thought that was some bloke who said that he'd come up with some of the musical numbers for the film or something, and that, that and he ended up getting like 200 grand from them. I think there was some weird tension about Eric Idle getting so much money for spam a lot that the rest of them right. aren't. Mm. Certainly they kind of alluded to the fact that, that the last time they tried to get together, they, it was all coming together. Again, I think it was Eric Idle who was putting it together, and then Michael Palin changed his mind because he was travelling around the world doing his documentaries. Eric Idle was sat there in a crown with all these jewels <laughs> on him. <laughs> Money hats. Yeah. <laughs> so what are talking about? He was in the O2 <laughs> on his own. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they, I think there's been rumours about them sort of rubbing each other up the wrong way. I think they only get together to have business meetings about yeah. what money's owed to who, and I think that would cause tension. In any a bit like the Beatles. Yeah. It is, I suppose it is a bit like the comedy version of the Beatles reforming. You're the Beatles are dead now, though. Yeah. And you've got to think, I mean, True. put yourself... One half, I'd yes. say. Only five, one-sixth of the Pythons are dead. Yeah. I wouldn't be That's surprised math. as well in, if in like 40 years we're sitting around arguing about the money that we're getting for the selling of these podcasts. Yeah. Can you imagine that? 
<laughs> These podcasts could be our fortune. This could be my Jesus retirement. Man. Hello and welcome to episode 6,241. I'd be 84, Chris. <laughs> this could be Don't the biggest lie. podcast on the planet. <laughs> All right, 96. You'll be dead. <laughs> so I'll take it none of us are going then. It, you know what? I wouldn't mind, to yeah. be honest. I think it would be quite a good atmosphere, but... What's your favourite sketch? Um, Come on, do a shit joke about drawing. Uh, I, I like the one about um, the one. Oh my god, I can't. I can't remember what what it's called now. But it's the um, amazing target target audience. I know, yeah. Well, well, target, do that one. Do that one. The target audience they won't remember most of what they're going to see anyway. So it's quite handy. Exactly. Uh, oh, no, I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. Painful, senile old bastard. You can see. Trying to dagger up the clitoris. The whatever one's got that line in it. I can't remember what that is. Oh, what? Yeah. I'm not sure if that's Monty Python. No, no, it is. It is. It's a, it's, a, it's a TV. It's a game show. They're having a game show. Now then, Mrs. Scum. Plank looks all around. Moving on. Moving on to the next Wait. piece of news. So it's your turn, Daniel. This is mine. That's what I was doing. Segwaying. Right. PlayStation 4. PlayStation 4 and Xbox Week. Bias. Careful now. <laughs> Sony announced today that 1 million PlayStation 4s have already been sold to consumers in North America. The news World was record. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the news was confirmed and by eight Twitter. eight of them work. Well done, Sony. <laughs> yeah, so in the first 24 hours in North America. That's a lot. Um, yeah. Sony announced at Gamescom that the PlayStation 4 had surpassed 1 million pre-orders. And in September, Sony Computer Entertainment said it hopes to sell 5 million PlayStation 4s by the end of March 2014. Wow. So considering that's one country and one country, it's quite a big country. But and it's still, not one of those fake figures, like, sold yeah, to retail. Actually, yeah, exactly. That's actual number of uh, consoles sold to people. Mm. <laughs> Um, that's amazing. <clears throat> the question is, will it still be the record holder when Xbox One comes out? Because obviously that launches in many countries, not just one. Yeah. So this week we will so, find out. But does getting out the door first and have any advantage when it's just a week? Doesn't really, does it? But I, I tell you what. Obviously, we are a week behind Xbox One in the UK, and it really feels like already we've been waiting a long. Uh, X, yeah, PlayStation is a week behind Xbox. Obviously, two weeks behind US launch. It feels like we've been waiting a long time already. Having seen yeah. all the stuff that's going on in you the know, when US, they announced the dates that PlayStation Four was coming out two weeks early in America. Yeah. I was like, that's not a lot. Yeah. But since it came out, I was like, oh, God, that's feel like ages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, I, I keep on going into H and V and shops like that because obviously in the US they sold a lot of the games and peripherals early. Mm. But it's just like mm, pre-order, pre-order. It's like mm, mm. not them actually going to get a PlayStation Four. But you can get a peripheral and just stare I could at buy it. Buy a DualShock Four, which I yeah. do like. Use it with your PC. Do you know what? Something similar happened to me when I was a kid. I remember one, one Christmas, my mum and dad bought me, this how long ago it was, a cine camera, you know? Takes a little Super 8 film cartridge. Bought me a cine camera. Didn't buy me a projector for two years. Could, wow. I, I couldn't see what I'd, what I'd filmed. <laughs> but that's this, one of the saddest things. It's funny, though. There that's you go. funny. Yeah. You did it intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think Xbox will sell more? It's I guarantee you, in the first week, in the next week, Xbox probably sell more in the UK than PlayStation 4. Well, fact. That is amazing insight for <laughs> Daniel Krupa there. there Incredible. Two years in the games industry, that's my prediction. <laughs> you should be an expert. <laughs> uh, I, I've got a feeling it will. Outsell. Hmm. Yeah. Even because, the, like, globally, point? globally, globally. Point? You, yeah, but still, you know, people are excited for it, and, and rightly so. It's a, totally. A, 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 there's not a lot between the two. We've really. got some good feedback about this very issue later on in the show. Um, and, and if people are going to go and buy. Uh, I don't know, another controller or a camera anyway. Same bloody price. Really? Yeah. 
much of a muchness. And of course, if you want to know the latest sales figures for both these amazing new consoles, keep it here on IGN. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. He's such a company man. Yeah, terrible, isn't it? Games don't harm kids. Kids harm kids. Says a new survey. And so do you. So- <laughs> that's not what the... That's, that's, yeah, that's not, that was not the finding of the BBC. This was a, a recent report from yeah. the police after they went around your house. <laughs> <laughs> a decade-long study of over 11,000 children in the UK has found no association between playing video games from as young as five. And he said, from, for no reason. Five. And then he said it in German for no reason at all. I must be having a stroke. Uh, yes, no association between playing video games from as young as five and mood or behavioural problems in later life. Games aren't bad for you then. Hooray! That's good. And this, is, uh, this was Did published the in the... Daily Mail Br- put that on their front page. British no. Medical Journal, this was as well, so it's proper facts. I know, I know. I know. But, but again, I guarantee you the media didn't report it in the same way they no, report not. negativity towards gaming. There was, however... Uh, in the same study, it showed that the watching a, a more than three hours of TV a day at the age of five did lead to a small increase in behavioural problems in youngsters between the ages of five and seven. That's quite a lot. Yes, three hours a day. Yeah. That's one, two, three, six. That's nine hours of Princess Sophia, or whatever it's called. Is nine it? episodes. Nine episodes. Not nine hours. Nine hours. <laughs> three hours is not <laughs> nine depends, hours. Well, it depends if you watch it on fast forward, because we've still uh, got a video recorder. <laughs> that's that's true. Can, can we, can we subs you out in a minute? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm clawing here. I'm desperately clawing at anything I can get. And yeah, apparently, I mean, there's been, there's been previous reports. Video games have been found to help dyslexic children read better. They increase spatial orientation and memory formation. So video games are good for you. Go and buy one of the new consoles. I would if I could afford it. Ah, uh, basically, I'm waiting for one of our kind podcast readers to donate a next gen console to. Me. Yeah, well, if you're going to donate one, you, <laughs> may as well, you may as well donate four. I don't need another kid. I've got one of those. They're easy. That was free, although not now. That, <laughs> That's not she, free. What? The reason I can't yeah, afford a next gen yeah. console. They're amazing. They're tiny, but they cost so much money. Yeah, yeah. it's a bit like having an Apple product. Mm. It's only a one off cost for an Apple product, though, right? <laughs> I don't this one constantly. Do you have this to... one. My daughter. This, this one. This one. <laughs> drains my pocket. Are you updating her every 18 months, though? No, her firmware has been the same. <laughs> it crashes weird. occasionally. <laughs> I don't know where, where, where this analogy is safe and not. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we can go with it. I think it's Health stop. services. Yeah. Well, let's talk about something positive, shall we? Yeah. So, obviously, last week, PlayStation 4 launched, and Microsoft sent a congratulatory tweet to Sony to say, good work on the launch. How did you read that? What do you mean? Do you think it was, you think it was quite sincere or do you think it was quite... I don't think it was an ounce of sincerity in it, do you? I think it's all a big PR thing. Yeah. What do you think Sony Have you got do? the tweet there? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you didn't play enough video games when you were five. It just, says right? con- yeah. it just says congratulations on your launch. Yeah. So, it, it, was, it was pretty... Could yeah. you say it in two different ways, though? And... <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> congratulations on your launch, Sony. You can say it like that. <laughs> you can say it in those Congratulations. Congratulations on your launch. That's because we're all angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our default is to just shout. Ooh, like the, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Oh, That's what they should well have done. said. You came out fair. Oh, Sony, you're so clever. And you don't look too fat in that dress. That's the thing. You can't tell tone from a tweet, can you? Or, no. Or irony often, no. often as I've discovered <laughs> many times. That <laughs> what was that one you did a few weeks ago? Go on. I can't remember. People you, just think I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying like, something like best film trilogies ever. And you oh, said, yeah. Look, I'm just... 
I said starting on Sky Comedy Now, the best trilogy of all time, hands down. Look who's talking. And then someone <laughs> tweeted me back and said, "What about the Star Wars trilogy? Well, <laughs> actually, oh, what about brilliant? Like, gave me like a big long list that we're better. <laughs> wow. Than, like, wow. A, <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to be film editor. <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Chris. Sorry. Anyway, so, back to the tweet. Do we think that uh, Sony will repay the favour and give Microsoft a? A backslap? Yeah, I think so. Do you think? Yeah. Or will they just go late to the party? Well, what would you do in this situation if one of your great rivals sent you a tweet? Like oh. <laughs> See, there is... I, I can't... Oh. No, there is a tale, but I'm not going to... Oh. No way. Oh. Because it didn't work quite... Work, it, it, like, it makes me look good, but the other person not quite as good. But I, I will tell you off air. Oh. oh. I, there's you no really way. Excited. Look at this. I know, I know. Because <laughs> it's funny. That's why. <laughs> Oh, but I'm definitely not going to talk about that. Okay. Yeah, I think I think they will make themselves look good. I think they should. Yeah. Just in, you know, even if it's like, you know, well done, Faye. You got a console that. I mean, the thing is, there's the is there is there is there, is there <laughs> well done, mate. <laughs> yeah, well done. Good one. Is there really that much rivalry? Because they're both going to sell by the bucket. It's they like the, exactly. it's like the whole Blur Oasis thing, isn't it? From twenty odd years ago. It, you know, it's all just a front. It's all just a front. Sony's going to go away and make cheese. I think there's, I think <laughs> there is rivalry when it comes to shares and things like that in a company. And yeah, bragging rights, forecasts, and, and bra- I like people who work for these companies, like I, don't know, I guess marketing directors and stuff like that. I have a bit of it. Because the Xbox One people get a white Xbox, don't they? If you work for Microsoft, yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. What do you get if you worked for on the PlayStation 4? Do you get a special PlayStation 4? We haven't heard anything no, about I that. No, no. Hmm. Don't know. Because the well, US Ways- guys got engraved PlayStation 4s. Oh, okay. They don't even work for Sony. Wow. What were they engraved with? Their Twitter handles. Oh, okay. <laughs> what were you saying, Chris? Oh. Just to swear. No, it was boring. Just to swear. <laughs> was it just a blur fact? So I've done some radio interviews today. Radio <laughs> interviews, yes. Uh, and the, the question that's always asked is, so, so which console is going to win? It's like, yeah. I just don't think it's, it's, it's simple not that as simple, that. simple, is it? No. Um, I think Imagine they'll both be successful. It's not going to happen. You know. Uh, and also, what the consoles are right now is completely different from what they're going to be a year's time. And, you know, obviously the core gaming experience is going to be the same, but the, the other functionality... Is going to be way, way more varied. You look at PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, completely different now from what they were six, seven years ago. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And some of the, room for everyone. Some of the stuff we've been seeing already on the next-gen consoles is absolutely jaw-dropping. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. Yeah. Uh, and it's only going to get better. Rise yeah. looks amazing, and that's yeah. like the 900p game, but it looks incredible. Looks incredible. Uh, need, need for Speed Rivals. Need for Speed Rivals. Looks nice, beautiful, yeah. yeah. Sexy-looking game. Yeah. Hmm. What's this? We're bringing back some old feature that we used to do on the podcast. I just thought it was a good way to Dan Kilby tweet crisps. Yeah, great idea. (laughs) We're just bullying Dan. Yeah. 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 Those are the days. Happy days. (laughs) Well, two big trailers went up this week, and they're kind of like slightly, especially one of them's quite news based as well. So I thought we'd bring back trailer of the week. Can you say trade L time bar? Trade L time bar. Thank you. Do you want me to I sing it? Well, you I said still say one it. the weirdest things I've ever heard when you had that yeah. brain fart or aneurysm. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of my brain fell out and it's never come back. Yeah. All right. So, which one are we going to listen to first? Oh, I didn't realize we we're going to have a choice. I thought, shall we look at Robocop? Ah, then. Right. Where am I? There was an explosion. You were in a hospital. Can't move. What kind of suit is this? Take this off, Nina. It's not a suit. It's you. 
This, my friends, is the future of American justice. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. What kind of life will he have? What kind of life is he going to have? Pretty cool one, it looks like. <laughs> Smashing through walls and stuff. So I don't think he delivers the line. He doesn't, does he? Well, it's lost, isn't it? Yeah. Do we, yeah. We, we, it's, not, it's unnecessary, isn't it? Do you think we need it? What, the line? Well, the, the whole film. Yeah. Oh, I don't think we need the film. Is it no. going to be, it's not going to be as gleefully anarchic as the original. No, I mean, no. I, I visited the set of that one and I was, I'm, I think I'm under embargo, but that, that trailer kind of shows what I was kind of told on set is that they're not going for the kind of satire of the original. They're trying to do something different with this one and it's more a story about a drama, a horror film about waking up and you're a robot, basically, and how you come to terms with that, like the psychological damage it'll do. So it's a bit of a more serious take, although the satire is going to come... <laughs> I didn't really get that. The parts of the trailer suggest that. Other parts, like, I'm just going to pe- punch people in the face and <laughs> shoot other well, big robots. the first robots. half of the trailer. Right, yeah, exactly, out. yeah, but like... It's got elements of kind of Frankenstein in there, I think. Mm. And I thought he's a bit Darth Vader-ish as well when he wakes up and he's... Yeah, he's that, that but, um, journey he's on. The satire is going to come. They, I know they're really satirising... TV, modern day TV and, and the Glenn Becks of this world. And yeah. so Samuel Jackson's going to keep popping up as one of these characters. Um, but yeah. What do you think about the new suit? I don't like it. Again, there's, 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 a, there's variations of the suit all the way through the film. It's the original right? one's in it. Like it's in the trailers early on. Like the, mar- first, right. the first kind of draft of it looks like the original suit. Yeah, kind of yeah. Like there's Mark 1, Mark 2. There's about five different versions Iron of the suit. Style, during I was going to say, yeah. And there's a bit where Michael Keating goes, I want to make him more tactical and it's like it just means black even from that short clip i quite like michael keaton in it i like michael keaton yeah, everything michael keaton's brilliant anyway gary oldman and samuel jackson that's a cool mm. cast Pretty, mm. it's not bad but the trouble is you know when you've got things like do you, when a film comes out like this it does it no service at all if it starts referencing the original film does it no. but if you're going to start will sticking a cli- whole you know, slew of people who've never seen the original that's what I kind of suspect. Don't be a new generation and never watch the original. And yeah, it, probably. It, it's the, obviously, the original is full of quotes that we all know. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. hardly using any of them. I, I know that. Because we, we are. That is a quote. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely not in it. Always <laughs> use that. <laughs> always use that. Who always uses that. <laughs> and yeah, the missus, missus in the daughter in front of the telly. Yeah. Bitches leave. They <laughs> <laughs> know what's going on. <laughs> but, um,. When were you taking your daughter to play school? You're coming with me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't say dead or alive. <laughs> In the nursery, you're freaking out. Oh, my God. You have 20 seconds to comply. <laughs> five seconds. It's always conclu- a five-second count. Five then. seconds. In conclusion, you all seem to know Robocop really well. <laughs> well, how, how many times have you seen it? Probably three times, yeah. but when I was, I watched it when I was really young. I was going to say it's been really a long time hard. since I've seen it. I'd love to see it again, actually. Yeah, on I, Netflix. I rewatched it a couple of years ago for something we were doing on IGN. I can't yeah. remember what it was, but does it stand up? Yeah, it's great. It's movie. a good movie, yeah, isn't it's it? It's a movie. It's a, he, he was he was on a roll at that point, though. Paul Verhoeven, wasn't he? Yeah, because he did that. He did. Um, Starship Troopers. I hated Starship. Oh, see, now that is a really, really satirical movie. It's really? a really Show fun girls. movie. Yeah. Satirizing clothes. <laughs> 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 
I think we'll go remember this as well as it's a it's a PG thirteen they're making. Yeah. Right. It's going to be a different kind of movie. But also, you, Robocop himself looks completely different because in the the original film, he's kind of like a walking tank, like very slow and considered and tough. Whereas here, he's like sprinting around and yeah. jumping off things mm-hmm. and like quite Iron Manny, I thought. But I think the time. idea is he's more like a drone, and it's going right. to be kind of asking if we can send these things in, whether it's half man, half machine, or just. Right some little aircraft to go and include oh, I see. who's responsible yeah. for this now. Yeah. Right. So I think it's the idea is to kind of examine Ooh. the conscious, the conscience of the emotion and watch people's faces being punched off. Yep. It won't be that violent though. No. No. Yeah. Which is a shame. So second trailer we have is a teaser for uh, Uncharted 4. Hey, up. I lost 15 years buried alive erased you left me rotting in that hell hole and never looked back but you can't outrun the past and when it catches up when all your lies collapse around you I'll be there sifting through the wreckage you owe me Doesn't even say four at the end. Yeah, didn't Uncharted already come out? Yeah. <laughs> it's the first one, HD remake. HD remake, yeah. Oh. Did you say erased or erased? Erased. <clears throat> erased. American, isn't he? But he says erased, but then they use Zs quite a lot where we use Ss. It's all a bit cockamamie. Another another Uncharted game. Yeah. I don't know. So I've I mixed emotions because uh, I think with Uncharted 3 obviously that was kind of done off the back of Uncharted 2 and very much felt like it was riding the coattails of the previous game they've done The Last of Us now in between Uh, no idea when it's coming out probably you know a good couple of years yet I should imagine so I'm hoping that they'll take the formula and do something a bit fresh with it Mm. so it's exciting there's a guy from Naughty Dog said that the graphics would be like you know a significant upstep because you know about time they pulled their fucking finger out. Because <laughs> yeah, Last of Us didn't look very good, yeah, did it? It looks, it looks awful. Yeah. <laughs> That's sarcasm, by the way, before, you, before you tweet Chris yeah. Tilly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, obviously we don't know anything about it. But, you know, I think I think they're masters at storytelling. I really do. I yeah. think they're very, very good at what they do. And it's going to be a system seller let's face it if if you haven't or if you're not already excited about playstation 4 that's going to get you excited i want to know what particles they're going to do this time because playstation 2 was snow right uncharted sorry uncharted 2 was snow Um, uncharted 3 was sand maybe those particles would you like to i'd like i'd like to see this set in a baker's and it's flour everywhere wow i think that worked quite well there you go they could probably pour over a lot of the snow Hmm. just thought just trying to help you out there, naughty dog. The only thing, I, I hope they ease off on the whole kind of like, oh, there's a burning staircase, I'm going to fall down, but no, I'm not, I've hit triangle just in time. Yeah. Just do something different. They're called quick time events. I know they are. Just, just letting you know. But it's not like many of them. There trying. were. It's, oh, nah, don't be so ridiculous. In, in bo- and, and the Vita version <laughs> oh, as well. Oh, that's a twat. In the Vita, <laughs> in the Vita version, Vita, yeah. there were way, way too many pointless things. Dogs. I'm just saying, it's still an Uncharted game. Not as bad as in Tomb Raider, though. That was chock full of quick time events. Yes. Yeah. Really like God of War. You what? Wasn't that big a fan of Tomb Raider. 
You didn't. Was it? I liked it. I didn't think it was as good as everyone was making it. But that's a side issue. I would like for QuickTime events to die in the next generation. Me too. That's what I would like. Let's put that forward. You want more connection? Can we actually still? Yeah, that would be great. But I bet you. I bet you it will be replaced by gestures on the touchpad on the DualShock 4. We'll come on to that in a minute, but yeah. Got something to say about that. Go on then, say something about that. Okay, well, when we were playing Dead Rising, when a zombie got a hold of you, you can like flick the controller and it was actually Kinect that was picking up that motion. Yeah. But it felt like you were doing something. It didn't feel like, you know, Kinect gestures currently were the kind of very much crowbarred in. Mm. And it didn't feel, it felt more um, satisfying than a quick time event, I thought. Yeah. It, it feels more natural. Yeah. 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 So. Do you find you that, Chris? Mm-hmm. Fuck quick time events. Yeah, man. Yeah. You got that right. More satisfying and natural. <laughs> there you go. So, our readers, what do you think of the new Uncharted and Robocop trailers? Do let us know. Uh, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com or Facebook, Twitter slash IGN UK. Now, so we did promise to talk about uh, Xbox One, but first I have a piece of feedback from David Rowe who says, let me start by saying how much I enjoy your podcasts. Why? Um, well, they make his all-too-familiar journey far more enjoyable. His words, not mine. Okay. So he says, maybe I'm paranoid, but in your latest podcast, I couldn't help but notice a very negative tone to all things Xbox One and a very pro PS4 viewpoint. I'm very much an Xbox fan, and I accept and understand that PS4 is going to be a great machine with some great games offering great experiences to users, but I also think the Xbox is going to be a great machine too, and overall appeals to be more. As a general podcast, I was slightly miffed as I listened to it, as I listened this time around. So maybe the PS4 slant was due to PS4 launch on the same day your podcast went live, but I'll see if the podcast next week has a pro Xbox flavor or not. So we did say it earlier, and it was we weren't simply weren't allowed to talk about our experiences with Xbox One back then because the embargo was mid this week, and now we can. And also the headline we thrown we were throwing it around in the <coughs> office. It sounded funny at the time. It was cheap. It was a cheap gag. <laughs> what was it? Uh, PS, PlayStation, PS4, PlayStation. Xbox, Xbox None. So you can blame, it was, I think, I think a combination of Luke Kamali and Stuart Reed on that. Yeah. So send all of your hatred towards those guys, yeah. not us. Both, both available on Twitter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but well, so. Send me a turt in a jiffy bag, I don't mind. So now that we've played Xbox One and we can, uh, we'll talk about it more. What do you think, Creeper? Um, I like it. Like you were talking about Rise. Yeah. Well, actually, start off with the interface. I, yeah. I think the interface has been quite divisive, but I, feel, I quite like it. I think you prefer the PlayStation 4. I don't think either of them are kind of I don't reinventing the wheel. It's, it's clean. Yeah. Um, easy to use. But I quite like the kind of Windows. I like the look of Windows 8. Yeah. Well, that's I, it. I don't it's think exactly... it's functionally on a PC. I don't think it's great. Yeah. The thing for the Xbox, like, yeah. it's an evolution of that tile kind of interface yeah. that you have now. I think it looks yeah. quite cool actually and vibrant and distinctive and and although i haven't used it that much some of the connect integration works well so like for example it's, well, it's set up with um uh, my um xbox live account and it's yeah. recognized my face so if i sit down and switch it on it recognizes me automatically and signs in and says hello alex which tried it with a picture like. of you yet no we should try that we did that with the old one didn't we, we did yeah one. so everyone with the same face as me yeah which is uh, truly horrendous. That's your idea of heaven. Come on. <laughs> That's it. I, I'm not, no, I'm not going to say favourite thing about... <laughs> Sometimes I have to put a little block in for myself because I know that I will take it too far. So before I even say that, stop. I think my favorite, one of my favourite things about the Xbox One, and it's still on the PS4 as well, is how you can 
just leave a game, go back to your dashboard, do other stuff, and then go straight back into straight your back game. In. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's really quick as well. Yeah. Like loading time super quick. That's been the most impressive thing I think so far yeah. is the loading times. Yeah. Like I, I think like last week we had a bit of a negative experience because we had an issue with the firmware update, but obviously this is all pre-production and mm. so the newer firmware update and the console seems to work a lot better. Like loading times are smart. Yeah. Like there's no problem. Like we had problems logging in last week. Don't seem to have that problems now. So I think it, it feels like a, a pretty well-rounded machine. One thing last week, we, we did install a couple of games from disk and I thought you were supposed to be able to play them as they were installing so but i don't think we managed to get that working have we managed to get that working yes, since yeah. yeah so i tried that um earlier this week and you have to wait i don't know it's kind of like 40 or 50 percent for the install but you can start playing right okay um but again that feature didn't work earlier which is again why, why i think you know there's probably an element of negativity here but we're only we can only judge on what is presented to us and thankfully since the new firmware update whole lot better and obviously this is a completely moot point for anybody buying one because they'll all have the retail experience yeah and you love zoo tycoon mm. well i, I was He's disappointed everywhere kamali but, loves zoo tycoon yeah, he's addicted good. to it who kamali i thought he said bob marley bob marley <laughs> <laughs> and i was like bob marley loves zoo tycoon he's like what imagine <laughs> um go on do your donut guy yeah. I, but I thought it's uh, it disappointing that you can get in your little zoo buggy and can't run people over. <laughs> so you tried, I, I was you're in to, GTA mode. I was trying to play it like GTA, yeah. basically. Yes. And there um, are no guns. Rise is one of the best looking launch games on either console. Yeah. Like, what I know the criticism is a bit of a tech demo, but some of the visuals on that are incredible. Yeah. The way the camera flies through. It's incredible. It's really Hollywood style, isn't it? It's like hundreds and hundreds of characters on screen at once. Yeah. And the camera will just whip in and out. And lip syncing is pretty perfect now yep. like character faces even when you like you have a cutscene what you think is a cutscene it's not and it goes straight into the game yeah. and you can see that character's face with the same expressions while he's fighting right as he would have during a cutscene which is awesome yeah, yeah. It's, so it's kind of one of those games that even if it's not the greatest game in the world ever I think for you probably game, want to get because you want to show it off yeah if you have so, mates around like it. oh check this yeah. out because they're not going to play all 10 hours of it and also like multiplayer seems like a lot of fun with the kind of the coliseum that sort of changes constantly depending on what's going on so it, four is a it's a good looking game as well it's a good looking game but I just don't like serious racing games yeah no. I like I'm a need for speed person the rising's fun as well it is, but I, I, well, you, well, you and I played it for, I don't know, an hour and a half or something, and I didn't really kind of get an overarching sense of that I was achieving anything apart from just killing zombies in lots of different ways. And maybe that's the point. So, but I was like, okay, all right, what am I actually supposed to do here in this big city with billions of zombies? Mm. Oh, let's just go and kill some. Okay. You get an Xbox One this week. What three games would you get? Mm. All titles, even cross-platform. I would get, oh, you bugger, you put me on the spot. I didn't know you were going to ask me this. Uh, come back to me in a minute. Ask someone else. Okay. Okay. Stuart, same question. <laughs> okay, right. So I'd get Rise because I want something to show off my new console and make yeah. it look pretty. I'd probably get, it has to be Xbox One. You can no, be cross-party. No, I know that, but I was going to say Assassin's Creed, but apparently the PlayStation version is slightly better. That's not. That's just me reporting the facts. No bias there. <laughs> oh, Alex, um, we're doing so well. Yeah, I'm just reporting the facts. Well, what have you heard then? There's more missions, isn't there? There's more content. Uh, so, <laughs> oh. the the developer 
said the PlayStation 4 version was better. Oh, shit. Which one? Didn't he? You were there. Don't, you heard him say don't it. Say anything, Cruz. This will hold up at a court of law. I actually don't remember this. At the Xbox event. Oh. <laughs> and he said, we, so it was at the Xbox event. I'm not going to say who it is. So I'm, <laughs> but we were at the Xbox One event yeah. and the developer or one of the guys behind Assassin's Creed, I don't know what he did exactly, said, to be honest, we're not playing it on Xbox. We're playing it on PS4 because it's better. Oh, shit. That's what he said. <sighs> shit. So... I'm and then <laughs> the other game I'd get is Battlefield. I'd probably get Need for Speed actually. Need for Speed does yeah. look awesome. Yeah. The, the problem, my, my Battlefield experience has been tarnished because I played the current gen version and it is yeah. bugged to hell. Mm. And I'm sure patches are going to fix that, but I just, I've kind of got bored of it Have already. Have you tried Skype yet on the Xbox One? No. Why would I? <laughs> I've got <laughs> Skype on any number of well, other devices. So he'll be listening to this. Um, Will associated his Skype account with your account. Great. Oh. So I signed into it <laughs> anyway. And it worked really well. It was just I rang myself using Will's account. But wow. what's not so good is, like, on a big 55-inch TV we've got to work, if you sign into Skype... Everyone else can just see all your private messages going up and down the screen. What? And I was like, oh, oh, a bit awkward. Nothing sensitive, Will, nothing sensitive, but um, Jackie says hello. <laughs> really? Uh-oh. Whoopsie. Sexy. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I know what we're doing when this podcast is over. <laughs> well, it serves him right for signing in with his account. Yeah. That'll yeah. teach him. Yeah. Jeez. Nice. I'm going to go and check that out. <laughs> <laughs> So, proof then that we don't hate the Xbox. We're quite enamoured with the Xbox. And uh, so I know... Which one's better, Alex? <laughs> Fair question. They are both as good as each other right now. now I but think it's, I in, think it's in like, a few years' time, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like judging two football teams at the start of the season when huh. they'll change and they'll adapt. And, yeah. and also, so much of it right now is, is on the launch games. Mm. And if I'm honest with you, I don't think either of them have got... There's no muscle wrong lineup. Uh, and I've been quite open that, you know, for me, Titanfall is the game for, to convince people to buy uh, next gen. And that's exclusive to Xbox One. So, okay. And Xbox 360 as well. Oh, yeah, but... I'm just saying. I'll and PC. 360 then. Old man Reed. Old man. Matthew McConaughey will be buying neither of them. Why? I not, went to not the... <laughs> oh, it's the Matthew yeah, McConaughey. Oh, okay, right. I went to a screening last night of a film called <laughs> Dallas Buyers Club, which is fantastic. It's going to be up for some Oscars come the end of the year. Um, it's a, based on a true story about a guy who, who died of AIDS but did a lot to sort of um, sort out the medicine that treated people with HIV before he died. And so at the end of the screening, uh, they got Matthew McConaughey live over Skype to speak to us all on a giant screen, like yeah. his giant head. And everyone asked questions about AIDS and HIV in this movie, apart from one guy. <laughs> who was it? I don't know who he was. Uh, one guy I've never seen before said, uh, Xbox or PlayStation. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. It was so weird. <laughs> now, to be fair, he asked a question about HIV and then said also... <laughs> it was like this really funny. I'll leave that segue. Not even parking. His yeah. prime could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Matthew, he, he dealt with it very well. He just said, I'm not. Uh, he said, I know that you really only wanted to ask me that second question, didn't you? And the guy's like, No. He goes, Well, I'm not really a gamer, so that's that. But, and then talked about AIDS and the bloke, well, the bloke left. <laughs> it's brilliant. God, he didn't answer my question about next generation. <laughs> God damn him. Oh, I just got a stupid answer about AIDS. <laughs> Maybe that needs to be our killer question in every single interview we do next hey, time. What, well, ask people about games people about <laughs> AIDS. <laughs> yeah. wow. How would you oh, cure AIDS? Imagine that. Throwing <laughs> that little bomb in at the end of every interview. <laughs> What was it like? I mean, his head, giant head staring down at you. Was it like, was it Orwellian? I've got a picture. 
watches it. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It, it felt like Mork. <laughs> yeah. Nano, Lake, nano. Jared Leto was there in, in person because he's the other actor in the movie doing the, doing the Q&A. It was very awkward. So Jared Leto's like tiny there, like sitting <laughs> on a chair, like looking up at Matthew McConaughey and they're like talking to each other. Did they have a shirt on? <laughs> he did. He didn't take his shirt. I was going to tweet that, actually. I was disappointed. But it's really weird as well because it looked like, because he was, I guess he was looking at the camera it, and I was sitting right in the middle of the cinema. It was like Matthew McConaughey's giant head was looking directly at me. I was at the British Bear Park. I said, look, he's staring at us and it was really uncomfortable. <laughs> I guess when it's that Big, it must have felt like it was really close to you as well, like that. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. hot though. The leader, good-looking man. <laughs> good-looking man. He's a good-looking man. Apart from when he's dying of AIDS. And you finally seen saw scene. You finally watched Mud. Yep, Mud. which which is a film we've been banging on about because it's a really good film with and Matthew McConaughey. Wolf of Wall Street, great. Bernie, he's, he's, he's really doing really well for. Well, him. someone said to him, "What's what, what's, what's happened?" What's, uh, and will you do agent? <laughs> will you do any more? <laughs> will you do any more rom coms? And he just kind of chuckled away and. Brilliant. He just what? said, I, I, he said I had to do something. <laughs> I had to do something. I went on to have a massive Oscar-winning career. So. Yeah. There you go. Well, let us know if you've, A, met Matthew McConaughey, or B, bought a next-gen console and what you think of it. Or C, Natalie. None of the yeah, Well, that, that's a good point. So, yeah, obviously lots of people go out and buy their Xbox Ones tomorrow, so we'd love to get your feedback on it. Yeah. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Uh, we've had some people uh, writing to us over the last week or so. Uh, this is Matt Spink. Uh, we were talking about official game art and how it's a bit rubbish if you buy game art. And he mm. says, yeah, it is a bit shy, but I can point you in the direction of a brilliantly talented cart guy called Epic Tone Dog. I don't think it's his real name. It might be. Might be. EpicToneDog.tumblr.com. He's on the Tumblers. Is that his full name? Tumble. Yes. <laughs> his middle Mr. name Tumble. is Tumblr. Probably. But we'll put a... Should we put, can we put a link up on this story or something? I don't know how Dude, it works. Yeah. The stuff's not shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? He says, official game art being pretty shite. May I point you in the direction of a brilliantly talented guy, Epic Tone Dog? It might still be shite. He might just say yeah. he's talented, Alex but it's shite. Alex is going to check now. I'm going to have a look. Move on Quick to the Google while we'll have in the chat. It's probably just loads well, of truly drawn cops. Well, you can, shall I do three first? You do three first. Or it might wreck everything. Uh, oh, guess what? It's about Xbox One and PS4. Of course it is. It's the, <laughs> Both of which we love. happened for seven years, Tilly. Uh, Nick from London says, I've bought the Xbox One, PS4, and I really don't know what console I should buy the multi-platform games on. Xbox One or PS4? And why? You've got loads of money. Loads of money. Well, well, buy them for both. Or the cheds. If it's Assassin's Creed. Oh, he's got too much cheds. Is that Will? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I bought, I bought them all for each console. I think... You should buy them on, obviously, just agree with your mates. What are they buying them on? If you're interested in multiplayer, just go with them. The cross-gen games, apart from what Alex just said about Assassins, the differences are so... Not what I said, what I reported that somebody <laughs> else said. Thank you very much. Not my words, <laughs> the words of Top stars. Gear magazine. Shouldn't... Sorry, go on. I would just flip a coin. I don't think there's a major difference. Shouldn't he read IGN? Yes. Oh, make yeah. his decision on what we've... You know what you should do? Go to IGN. We've got graphical comparisons of every cross-gen game. It's kind of what I'm saying. And you know what? You base your opinion on that yeah. and your heart. <laughs> Look into your heart. Look into your heart. Into right, your next heart. bit of feedback is from Dave Trevina. I've got a piece first. I thought you were still All right, dithering. He's still, he's still epic right. tone-dogging. That was meant to be seamless. He doesn't now Google well. It doesn't Google well, no. <laughs> okay, Dave Trevina, who's written in lots of time. Hi, Dave, how are you doing? Hearing all the problems with Xbox and PS4 update problems makes me so happy I got a Wii U. I hardly ever connect to the internet with it and I don't have any games to play on it. So no worries, I'm fine. <laughs> People have games they can't play on their system and Wii U owners have systems they can play no games on. <laughs> I don't play a lot of games on Wii U <laughs> anymore, but it could be because I don't have time at home. <laughs> Do you like fishing? 
<laughs> that's the end of the question. I, I am missing out some sentences, but yeah, I'm preserving the, the spirit and the message. Yeah. I've never been fishing. I've never been fishing. Uh, when I was a uh, kid, IGN trip. Yeah. Oh my lord. I imagine. would like to go fishing. When I was a kid, like, a lot of my friends went fishing, and my dad like wasn't into stuff like that. And I always thought, oh, I quite like to just try it. Could you do the whole worm on the hook thing? Would you be all right with that? Would you do that anymore? Just use worms. Well, you use live bait, don't you? You use live bait for stuff. You can use bait. You don't have to put a worm on a hook. I don't know. This is how little I know about fishing. Have you ever been fishing, Alex? My dad uh, used to go uh, shipping, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, fishing, uh, because we used to go on like uh, camping holidays uh, in Somerset. But I I just remember sitting by a river. I don't remember much. I think that's what you do when you go fishing as a yeah. kid. You just I guess so. that is the whole point of fishing, right? You sit next to a river. Someone out there take us fishing. Yeah. Can we go what, fishing? What, on a boat or by a canal? I don't know. They the... they can pitch it to us. Is Gazza listening? Gazza likes fishing. Oh. You're old mate. Yeah. Old mate. Well, just give him a boat. Surely he lives just around the corner, right? Doing tech. Doing right. Not yeah. Game's bring some chicken round. Yeah. <laughs> Are you closer to be able to read uh, back your I, piece I've of got a, a Zelda piece of artwork that Epic oh, Cone Dog did. Is it? I can't see. I think that's very good. Oh, I would still say it's pretty straightforward. Oh, Tra- tracing. <laughs> oh, I didn't say that. Uh, and then, so you got a picture of El Master Chief there. Again, it looks. I don't know. It looks that to me. It isn't. It's not clever. Oh, okay. Oh, this is dice. You're a hard man to th- to please, Alex. <sighs> what not, do you think of Ollie? He's Mas- good with crayons. <laughs> but. Yeah. I, I like. I want to see something different. Uh, and uh, well, that's because I said Ollie Moss last week, Did you? because you know he kind of normally takes uh, a different route, an alternative look at that kind of stuff. And I like that. You know, it's it's something. You know, that picture of Master Chief, I wouldn't have on my uh, wall at home. Whereas if it was like a you know a something that event. didn't look obviously yeah. a video game piece of art, I probably would. Poor, poor old Epic Tone Doc. He's been celebrated on this podcast yeah. and, and then, then just battered. <laughs> All I'm saying is, it's not to my taste, but other people may enjoy it. <laughs> you're, like, you're like the Len Goodman of gamer art, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. No, no, the Bruno. 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 He's really generous, isn't he? It's the, yeah, it's the it's other Craig guy. Rebel. That's, really old. That's, That's what I meant. Yeah. Because Bruno. Bruno about really now. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a piece of feedback. Finally. Yeah. Kevin, 28, in sunny Essex. Is that his age? Sounds like a page three. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't included a photo, thankfully. Uh, after much consideration, I put my deposit down for the X-Bone. The deciding factor was the aforementioned non-game playing girlfriend. He mentioned his email, I just didn't mention it. <laughs> While the marketing campaign targeting gamers has been more than missed than hit from Sony, the marketing campaign for non-gamers has been very well deployed. After showing my girlfriend some of the promotional videos showcasing the screen snapping, camera recognition, TV compatibility and voice recognition and Skype facilities, she was sold. So she doesn't want a games console at all. Right. She wants an iPad. But she likes all the other stuff the Xbox does. She's been quite kind of enchanted by that. Yeah. Mm. Have you ever done that? Show promotional videos to your other half. I get really excited and it's like, whatever. Uh, yeah, most of the things that I'm into. Dude, it's like, like, come like, watch this video. But, you know, a trailer for something is like, this is amazing. She's like, mm. <laughs> go and watch that on your own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Explosions. So... And the positive, that's, the, that's the whole strategy, right? Initially, when yeah, they announced yeah, yeah, the Xbox, it was going after people who not necessarily play games. Yeah. Like, people who want just one 
solution in the living room that does all this shit. That to me is the most exciting prospect about Xbox One is what is what are the other things that it's going to do? Because they've hinted at it and obviously the, the announcement was very focused around TV integration in the US, but how's it going to work in the UK? I don't know. I haven't really spoken about it that much. 14, I reckon. Yeah. Said. So that's not far. I mean, we're in November 2013 now. No, because I use my PS3 with Play TV as a kind of you know DVR. Uh, yeah, secondary DVR upstairs. So, and I'm sure Xbox will be able to do that. Mm. So, you know, that's that's cool. Interesting stuff. I wasn't being sarcastic then or nothing. David Powell, 1985, says, up until a few days ago, I had a PS4 pre-ordered. After hearing the news about some broken consoles, yeah, like eight, eight consoles out of like a billion. Come on. A million. All right, then. Realising there are still a lot of PS3 games I wanted to play, and also knowing that inevitably there will be a PS4 Slim that's cheaper with a bigger hard drive, I decided to cancel my order and just bought a bunch of PS3 games instead. My mates think I'm stupid, but I'm happy with my decision. Do you guys think I did the right thing, or do you agree with my mates? I think not buying a PS4 because some of them are breaking is a little bit silly, if mm. I'm honest. But I also, on the flip side, buying... A lot of games for your PS3 is a mm. good idea because there's loads of good stuff out. There is a lot coming out for yeah. PS3. And yeah. you know what? There's nothing that is a must-play on PS4 just yet. So, like, yeah, if he's going to go and buy PS4 the, at some point down the line, then... The oh, waiting for yeah, the redesign, redesign, redesign could be a long, long while off. Yeah. Mm. How long, how long was Fat PS around for? Fat PlayStation four years. Yeah. It was, yeah, because they did different iterations of the Fat PS. Because I had the original, God, what was it, 60 gig, I think? Uh, and then they did an 80 gig and then lots of other yeah, different like, sizes. I don't think this thing came out until 2010, 2011. So yeah. you'd, you'd be waiting around a long time, miss out on a lot of games when they come out. Yeah. If you hold off for the redesign. That's right. Also, it looks pretty. Yeah. It's okay. And it's not that big it's at nice. all. It's really small. Yeah, it's not small. Mm. Yeah. It's a lot smaller than you think it's going to be. Why is Unless it you think it's going to be really funny small. tilt on it though? Well, design Stuart. Yeah. Well, it's design. What do you know design. about design Stuart? <laughs> It's not just square. What have you ever designed? Not much. Oh. Really? Exactly. That's, this is workplace bullying. Fuck off. Got any feedback, Chris? Yes, I have. Number six is from Paul Williams. Your last few podcasts play for a second, and then they stop, and my iPod goes back to the home screen. Have you changed something lately? Now, we've had a few, we've had a couple of complaints about sound quality. Mm. It's the first Stuart's time we've fault. heard that. Yeah. Your fault, Stuart. Yeah. Just silence. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I just put this bit of feedback in because I just wondered if anyone else has had the similar problem. If so, write in and tell us that. Well, we haven't actually UK done feedback. anything differently. Right? I don't think we have, but I just no. want to see if that's a common problem or that's just something that's infi- affecting Paul. These are standard MP3. We, we issue the podcast as an MP3. Um, that's standard it. issue MP3. Standard issue MP3. Yeah. 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 yeah, and if you can't download it from iTunes, you can always download it directly from IGN as that source file. Right click. Rock-click it. Yeah. Yeah. Rock-click Save it. Yeah. Save yeah. That's right, yeah. Although it's not the convenience of subscribing through iTunes and getting that way. Yeah. But the iTunes app, the podcast app's pretty lame. It is. And it's got it's got worse. The redesign for iOS 7 yeah. is horrible. Yeah. Or white everywhere. Also, like all the feedback, gone. And that used to be one of my Really? Just ages gone. since I've got feedback. Yeah. I, uh, I made the mistake of downloading OSS Maverick on my reasonably aged macbook mm. uh which is one of the white macbooks oh my god doesn't do anything anymore oh dear doesn't do anything oh, it just sits there you broke it sits it. there and after about half an hour it'll boot up 
Oh, it's, uh, it's like, you know how they say that dogs often imitate their owners? <laughs> <laughs> it's like MacBooks imitating their owners. You're doing full sentences now. You're remembering stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> Should bring it to an end there. there. Nothing going on behind the screen. <laughs> Is that what my one keeps wanking? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Just being inappropriate. <laughs> um... <laughs> A couple of things, a couple of the interesting things coming out this week, telly-wise, at least, because uh, Doctor Who is 50, and there's quite a bit. By the time this podcast airs, there will have been the Mark Gatiss-written uh, Adventure in Time and Space. That will have been on BBC4, I think it's been on. You've seen I think it's BBC2. Oh, is it? That's good. It'll be in HD then. Uh, the review is up on IGN, so you can read it, having seen the show. Uh, and then we can talk spoilers. But you, I can't. I have to do a spoiler-free review. You liked it quite a lot. I thought it was great. Yeah, it's a, it's a really lovely film, and I'm not a huge Doctor Who fan, but it's a really, it's a really great homage to the show and a really interesting character study of of William Hartnell. How long mm. is it? Sorry, how long is it? It's ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. But yeah, Mark Gatiss um, came up at the start before the the film started proper to say, please don't give away any spoilers. Right. Okay. He's he's great at writing what he loves, isn't he? If it's a subject he's passionate he's about, I don't think he's there's not a, writer, a finer writer, I don't think, for TV stuff. But that's really good. Uh, you've also, if you, if you are on the site looking at that, you can look at the results of our poll, which should be live by then. And um, David Tennant, you out there, you, dear listener, voted David Tennant the greatest Doctor Who in all of time. Mm. And space. And space. I, I would still go Matt Smith. Yeah. He came second. Yeah. Christopher Eccleston came third. I am and a, Tom Baker fourth. I, I'm an absolute fair weather uh, Doctor Who fan there. I won. And the latest one. I didn't. <laughs> exactly. I won. The one that's on now. Yeah. I can, like can I, I just, I just think why, why you weren't allowed to vote for Peter Cushing? Because he's not canon. Yeah. The character he played is quite different to, he's a human the character that he played in the movies they changed the character for those two films did they? yeah I only know this because we did a feature about it right. uh, last week on there's about ten different Doctors who aren't official canon but ruin it. From, from yeah from various TV spin-offs and movies and um, audio stuff and animated stuff uh, Richard e. Grant's played him yeah. twice but not in the real one like it's like a little audio show, show isn't yeah. it yeah but that one he was more kind of a, a, a sweet and eccentric old inventor mm. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you for answering that, Christopher. It's fine. <laughs> what was yeah, uh, And then, is there anything else happening? <laughs> Doctor Who now, that's on it. Saturday, Day of the Doctors on. Wow. I really hope it's as good as it promises to be. Mm. Yeah. It should be Yeah. Is anyone seeing it in the cinema? No. no. How much Why did would it I? cost? I that's such a good question. Like, is it going to be a full price cinema ticket? Well, if it is, it's like... And, it's and if you watch film. it in the cinema, do you get a discount on your TV license? Good point. Good point. Yeah. Where's that money yeah. go? Where's that money yeah. go? Hey, hey. Um, Take that off next year. Is it? How long is it? Is it not full length? Then is it? Is it like a sixty minute or something? I don't know. I think it's full. Le- I think it's full length. All right. And I, I, I'm a bit confused because the BBC will no change there. Are the BBC showing it in 3D on the telly? Because I know the whole point is it's one of the last things they're doing in 3D. Well, they, in, a lot of the stuff is on the HD channel is broadcast in 3D as well, isn't it? What the BBC One HD channel? No, the BBC HD yeah. channel doesn't exist anymore. No, but uh, so what was it? Oh, Wim- no, that's right, Red Button. Red Button, okay. On the HD channel, that's what Wimbledon was anyway. Right. So I'm assuming it'll be the same as that, same as uh, the Olympics. You gonna watch it in 3D, Stu? I'll probably watch it in 3D. You gonna lend anyone else watching? If you, how many pairs of two pairs of glasses? 
Michelle's dad's coming to visit. He can just fuck off. <laughs> he's just, his, his vision's really blurred anyway, so you won't notice the difference. What's wrong with it? It's, it's actually, oh, it's very sharp. Isn't it? I actually watched something in 3D for the first time in for ages on, on the telly mm. the night, just because... Um, Curry. I, I tried to remember if... The, I tried to see if the glasses were still working because they've got a little yep. battery in them. Yep. And it was a program about pandas. It was lovely. Wow. Sky 3D channel. There you go. Pandas were they fucking. Do, were they doing Kung Fu, Stu? I think it might have been a film. <laughs> I'm talking. They're clever, these pandas, aren't they? Yeah, come and look at this, love. Come and look at this. This one sounds like Seth Rogen. <laughs> look at this little fella. It's like Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, I've I've actually kind of started to come around just as just as everybody is cancelling 3D. Come around, oh, oh no, no, no! Uh, I'm starting to think that 3D is maybe so not so bad you. after seeing Gravity. You know, mm. I've realised it can be a force for good as well as just a, a wallet emptier. Mm. And your next generation console of choice is the Wii U. <laughs> Imagine. Actually, do we know? Do these new gen next gen consoles do 3D? At all in the gaming department, you won't be able to watch 3D Blu-rays on PlayStation 4 at launch. Right, but again, it would be that would be a bit of a kick in the nuts if it didn't do 3D because obviously Sony was championing it yeah. not very yeah. long ago at all. So yeah, I'm sure it will down the line. Although Sony just seems very keen on advertising its new 4K televisions. Have you seen the TV ad for that? No, yeah, ugly looking bugger though, isn't it? Those massive speakers, speakers on the it's, side. It's the one that Sony have got uh, in their demo room. Right. PlayStation have got in their demo room. Nice. Yeah, four grand. Not that nice. 4K for 4K. Yeah. Wow. See what they did there. Could you see, have you seen it on then? Did you see any discernible difference? Uh, well, I saw it, that's the, when I first saw PlayStation 4, it was on that. Right. No, no right. discernible difference. Okay. So is there any, any, anything else on the telly or just two episodes of Doctor Who? There's quite a lot, but nothing I want to watch. No, fair enough. And <laughs> let's talk about games. A couple of good games out this week, I believe. So Zelda, A Link Between Worlds is out and I have played it and finished it and it is good. Yeah. It's good. Yes. It's amazing. I really, really enjoyed it. And there's been some negativity around the way it looks, but I don't know what they're talking about. I think it looks pretty and it's a really solid game. Is this one where he turns into a drawing on the walls? Yep. Yeah, I like the look of that. It's really clever. Like some of the puzzles are very smart and it's just a charming Zelda game. It's probably my favourite Zelda from for a long, long time. So go buy it. Recommended. And the other game is Tearaway, which I reviewed and it's amazing. It's one of my favourite games of the year. It's like, it's quite short, but it's really totally original. Like it's, everything's made from paper in the game and it really looks like that. It looks like the clangers. It looks a little bit like stop frame animation. You reach in and touch the game using the Vita. If you press the rear touch pad, your fingers rip through the game. So you see your fingers Surely in the game. Shit. They should make them a bit stronger than that. And the rear, play this now. The rear camera, like... Um, films what's happening on your desk or in your living room so when you rip through the game you can see through the game mm-hmm. the room behind it which is pretty amazing. smart yeah, yeah. It's, and it's, like, the console. it's one game that I can't imagine being on anything else because yeah. you need the controls to jump and control the character like yeah. a regular controller but it uses all the touchpad and camera stuff like to great effect so yeah, yeah it's brilliant yeah. that's good and then of course all of the Xbox One games are out yeah. tomorrow as well which we've spoken at length about already mm-hmm. movies uh, lots of films coming out this week. Uh, Parkland, I hear is good. I haven't seen it. It's about JFK assassination. Yep. Yeah, I hear it's really good actually. The Family doesn't look very good. I heard it's very bad. Uh, Gone with the Wind, never heard of it. <laughs> Long. Uh, flu? Did you see Flu? I saw Flu. I was feeling quite ill now. I feel like I'm coming down with a cold. Yeah, I saw Flu on Monday night. And what's po- Flu? Flu is a Korean um, disaster movie where a basically 
a few years ago when avian flu happened, bird flu, mm. Korea, I think, was the only country in the Far East that wasn't affected. Hong Kong was affected, Japan, China. But Korea never went to Korea. They had never had a diagnosed case. So I think this is picking up on the anxiety that why were we not touched by this disaster? And in the movie, avian flu jumps to humans and it can be transmitted and it's lethal within 36 hours. Uh, it's kind of a disaster movie. And you see Korea or a big city in Korea tearing itself apart. Right. But it has this weird mixture that you sometimes get in Korean films where there's, it's like really disturbing, really dark. And then there's a weird moment of comedy that's totally like totally at odds with how dark it gets. Right. So there's like some slapstick in it. It's like, what? A bit like life. Yeah. 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 But it, I think it's worth watching. Yeah. It's cool. a bit, it's a bit long, but it's kind of cool. Yeah. The computer okay. chess is out as well, which I'm off to right now to host an IGN screening of it. So I hope some of our listeners will have seen it already. Um, yeah, it's a weird, like, retro film set in the 80s about a, a chess tournament at a taking place at a hotel where kind of crackpot inventors have got their little chess machines and they're trying to come up with one that can beat a human. But it's very offbeat and, and weird and strange. Is it quirky? It's very quirky. Is it? Have you, so you've, you've seen it or not I've seen, seen it? it? Right, okay. Weird. Quirky in an entertaining way or quirky in a bit of a white way? I don't know, it's way. quite slow. But it's... So it's, it's yeah, it's Good fun. Point. It's it's interesting. It's a bit. It's very original. Yeah. Very original. And yeah, it's story- shot on black and white video, isn't it? Oh yeah. It's oh my up to god! <laughs> if you didn't know, you would think it was made in 1984. Okay. They 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 get the time and place perfectly. Right. What? Well, you're loving that? Why? Why are you? Lo- it's why shot are you loving? Black and white video. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note <laughs> <laughs> nice. alright uh, next week we should have a special guest in the shape of Daniel Radcliffe is, is it Daniel Radcliffe or is it <laughs> somebody in the, the shape, shape of, of Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> <laughs> Joe you teach in a mask someone, <laughs> someone else in the shape of uh, Dane DeHaan who is the new Harry Osborne in Spider-Man and he was in Chronicle as well Right, they should be guesting on the podcast. So, how exciting! Excellent. Uh, so yeah, let's know what you thought of the uh, usual bobbins at IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN Thanks, guys. I think that was incredibly good fun this evening. Uh, I love both consoles equally. Yes, buy buy both of them. I love them more equally. <laughs> which one? Which one do you like a little bit more though? Neither. Which one won? Yeah, three <laughs> DS. They're all shite. Are, are we still live? Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Bye bye. Bye.